Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
All right, I want to welcome everybody to the Wednesday night wind down with Shamor. And of course, I will have some co hosts calling in this evening. I'm going to have some choices as to who that might be after I get some feedback from some of my friends. So, ladies, as I introduce the guys to you, be thinking about how they vibe with me, how they vibe with the audience. Um, I know that I have some callers on the line already. But I kind of want to talk about what it is that we're going to do tonight because tonight's going to not, it's not actually going to be like a typical show because I don't have, for one, a co-host, and for two, I don't have a, a special guest. So what we really want to do tonight is we want to get a feel for some of the guys uh, that I want to bring on, and we want to also kind of meet each other. I also would like to uh, let some of my FBS or my Facebook friends Call in and kind of tell us what you're doing. I want you to give um, yourself some shout-outs here um, so we can kind of know how to support each other. That's really important to me. So we're going to go ahead and get started. I have a couple of callers on here that I would like to touch bases with. So, and I do see that one of my potential co-hosts has called in, so we're going to give him some time. Um if you're calling from area code 706, area code is 706, I am taking your call. Hello? This is Shamor. Shamor, what's up? It's Charles. Hi, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. That's great. Um... Charles is one of the potential co-hosts, so I want to give him some time to kind of get to introduce himself. Um, He and I kind of know each other already, but um, I want to let him kind of let you know what it is that he brings to the table, and then we'll also get into the question of the topic for the evening, so we'll also let um, Charles get to talk about that, so... Charles, would you like to let the audience know anything about you? Uh, well, I guess uh, the big thing is, uh, you know, I'm from New Orleans. I love my city. Um, married, going on four years to a wonderful woman. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I told her I was going to be on the radio tonight. But um, <laughs> it's true. And, uh, you know, I just thought, uh, I got a guy with you know, we used to talk, because I know people don't know this, but we used to work together, right? And uh, you know, I used to talk to you about writing and poetry and all this, and I, I see you doing your thing, and I feel kind of uh, I feel kind of bad, because, you know, I haven't written anything in, like, four years. Wow, you? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I can't believe that. Nothing. I mean, you know, I, nothing creative in, like, four years is, it's utterly ridiculous. I'm disappointed in myself. It really is. And I'm, I'm hoping... disappointed in you too, Charles. That's an issue. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wasteful is what it is. I'm hoping that I can uh, uh, get back on my grind and start, you know, just pouring out some stuff. I think, you know, what it is, I got to write a bunch of junk before I can get to the good stuff, and I don't have the, the energy or the discipline to actually just sit down and put pen to paper and start writing the junk. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, so um, I, that gives me something to work on. I didn't realize that. You kept that on the hush, but that's okay. I right. got something for that. So we <laughs> will get to that point. Um, but stay on the line with us because we're going to talk about the topic of the evening, and I do want your input on that. But I have Ooh. another, I do have another gentleman that I would like to introduce to the audience. So don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. I will not. All right, thanks. Just a sec. Uh, area code four zero four. Hello, this is Najwali. What's Hello, up? Nigel. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing so good. Nice to have you. Uh, this is Nigel. He was actually one of the last um, 
people I uh, pictures I uploaded to Facebook this evening. He's also one of the gentlemen that is buying for that spot as co-host. And so I do want some feedback on how you think we vibe or how he vibes with the audience. But, um, Nigel, would you like to tell everybody some things about you? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll be 35 this year. Um, I'm an author, uh, putting on my first book this year in June, which is uh, called Dedicated to Be More City, similar to The Wire. Um I am married. I've been married for six years. I have two children with my wife, uh, ages six and four, and I have a 12-year-old with my son's mom. Um, Charles kind of stole my line with the beautiful wife thing, so I'm just going to repeat that. Um, you know, I have a, uh, I would say in my short period of time, I've, I've learned a lot about relationships. I've failed a lot in relationships, and I have a lot of victories and relationships, um, which is my marriage. Uh, I would I would consider myself pretty well-rounded and open-minded. Okay, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and I also want to say thanks for doing this too. This is this is this is all right. Ten thirty. Okay. This is all right. Okay, you know I was hoping you know that everybody would get that. All the family people get the kids settled in and nestled away, and then we wouldn't have to worry about being um, too discreet. You know, these are grown folks talking. Yeah, I got my drink. I got my drink and everything. I'm ready. Oh, that's good. Uh, Sometimes (laughs) that liquid company is get you to get uh, talking just a bit, so that's good. That's good. Um, So what I want to do now, because I'm still waiting on one more um, person, and so, Ron, if you're out there, you got to let me know because um, if you're calling from a different number, sweetie, I don't I don't know that number. So let me know uh, what number you're calling from, Ron, so I can let you get in on this. Don't want you to get out, uh, left out. So what I want to do is I want to introduce uh, the topic for the night, and I'll take some more calls from um, some of the uh, audience. But I also want to give the guys time to kind of discuss the topic. So um, if you would give me a minute, um, Nigel, and let me see if I can find Ron, because I know he didn't miss this opportunity. So I'm going to go ahead and go into the topic uh, for the evening. Um, So while you're... Why are you waiting? I want you to be thinking about kind of what you want to say about it. Uh, earlier today I posted about moving on. Can you move on from one relationship that maybe you didn't completely heal from? However, you found a new relationship that is fulfilling something in your life, but you're not completely recovered from that previous relationship. So is it is it safe? Is it fair? Do you move on? What do you do? What is it that you do with that pain that maybe has not been completely healed when you're looking at moving into another relationship? So that's the question that we want to discuss this evening. So be sure that you kind of contemplate. Um, And I think I have located the next co-host. Hello? Is this Ron? Absolutely. How are you tonight, Shamor? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Listening to the show, enjoying what's going on so far. That's great. You got me now. Calling Absolutely. Calling uh, hidden numbers. I don't know what's going on. Now let me know. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes uh, you got to stay a little incognito. That's fine. That's fine. I'm all for incognito. I won't say why, but I'm all for it. But I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself, Ron, to everybody and let everybody get a feel for you. And uh, I await some of this feedback, but it's your time. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Well, um, let everybody know I'm calling out in New York City and um, 39 years young. I'm not married like two other gentlemen, but, um, you know, hopefully one day we'll see. Um, I'm currently writing 
writing my memoirs now. Uh, it's about maybe 85% finished. Um, I come from a background of entertainment, partners in an entertainment company, so we put out music in the past, and I'm just elevating to the whole literary thing. I've contributed to a book of uh, erotic poetry um, called uh, Sex Inspires My Best Poetry by Lady K. So you can check that out if y'all out there. And, um, you know, I've seen this opportunity that you had on the table, and it sounded very interesting. Hopefully we can see where it leads. Okay, good. So um, one of the things that I wanted to do is I, I did want to kind of diversify um, the perspective because I know that sometimes I can be narrow-minded and I like to embrace other ways of thinking. So coming out of the literary circle and offering the opportunity for someone that's experienced a different um, part of the industry, still entertainment, but from a different angle. You get a different idea about how even business works. So um, that was one of the things that I liked, is that your background was varied um, from what I'm used to. Um, so that was cool. So I think we met our three co-hosts that actually sent me pictures and all of that stuff. But that's not to say, because I did have some other gentlemen that had some things to say um, about being a co-host. So we might even have to extend that opportunity. But right now, these are the three gentlemen that um, showed interest right away. So these are the three gentlemen that I'm going to be looking for feedback on. So I'm going to go ahead and now I'm going to put uh, all together. And I want to talk about the topic. And I want to hear some of your opinions. So, gentlemen, since we have the three of you on the line, would you, before you kind of answer, let us know who's talking so that the callers can tell who's giving all this, uh, all this intelligent information. But, again, <laughs> <laughs> the topic was um, can you move on before you completely recover from a previous relationship? Can you move into a new relationship? Can you provide anything positive? Is it a good thing? Should you wait? What are your opinions, gentlemen, on moving into another relationship and not being completely healed from the previous one? Uh, it's Charles, by the way. I don't, um, Shamar, i got to be honest with you. I've, I've actually experienced that, and I think that I didn't completely heal from the relationship until I moved on to another relationship. You know, I I was still, uh, to, to use an old person's phrase, pining um, until I until I actually met somebody else. Because I don't think you, I don't think you ever fully move on until, you know, it's my pain until someone else comes into your life that that makes you forget about that person and forget about the things that they did to you and the pain that they caused, or even the pain that you caused that you may or may not cause that other person. Because I think that when you're in that, you know, in that situation of uh, of the still the come down, still coming off the breakup, still coming off the the bad situation and the way it ended, then you're still wallowing in that. You're still thinking about that, and and you can't get that off your mind. Until you get it in your mind that it's okay to be with somebody else. Okay. What else? Any other gentlemen have any ideas on that one? Well, um, um I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. All right. This is Ron. Um, personally, the way I feel about it is, it depends on the reason that you broke up in the first place. Okay. Um. I think more people need to look introspectively at this whole relationship thing. The reason that a relationship messes up, you see the reason in front of you. So, therefore, once you see that reason and you move on from it, you have to come to a reality. Am I am I actually going to uh, better the situation or I'm just going to allow it to continue to go on? Once you come to that conclusion and you can say to yourself, I'm going to make this better, then you can move on then you can get you someone because now you're a healthy person going into this situation. But until you are, it doesn't make a difference whether you get into a new situation or not because 
you're going to be, for lack of a better term, toxic going into it, and it's not going to last. I mean, that's my point of view on the situation. Okay. Hi, uh, this is Nigel. I actually, um, you know, I agree with both of them. Uh, it's really, it's really hard. Like there really is no, there's no technique. There's no time that you can give yourself to move on. A lot of the times, you know, I believe that, like, if you're in a bad relationship, and let's say you're dealing with someone that you know treats you pretty bad, and then you find somebody that does something small, you know, something that really should be uh, um, required. But if you weren't getting that in your bad relationship and then someone comes along and does it, then we'll big that up and we'll make that very important. And we'll make it as if as if that is the thing that we like and love only because we was lacking it in the other relationship. And, um, you know, for me, you know, I'll just speak for myself, I've never given myself time in between relationships. Since high school, I've always been in a relationship. And because of that, I've... I failed a lot. Either I was coming in incomplete or the person I was dealing with was coming in incomplete. And unfortunately, just like uh, Ron was saying, you know, you just have to, you have to tell yourself, you have to tell yourself regardless of the situation that I'm going to change and I'm going to go into this with an open mind regardless of what happened. And that's the hardest thing to do because you've been hurt. Because if that was the case, you would have stayed with the person. You know, but so, you know, pain is what, unfortunately, pain is what we remember. We don't remember the good times and the laughing and all of that when it comes to a breakup. We just remember why we broke up. And then we take that on to the next person, like, you better not do these things or I'm out. Right. You know, know, one of the things that, you know, I always observe, because I'm a people watcher, I study people, one of the things I observe is there's a difference in how many women deal with situations. And one of those differences is that women are processors. And, you know, sometimes it is the most frustrating part of a relationship because one thing can happen, and that night we've had a discussion, we argued, or how we talked through it or whatever. And that next morning, a woman has already processed and done something else with that. And she's like, you know what, let me tell you this too, you know, in something brand new. Um, for them, and it's the same situation. And guys, like you know, what I thought we were done with this last night. And I'm saying all that to say that at some point, when you move into those relationships before you completely heal, it's it's a question of what did you process? Did you get the lesson out of that? Because if you if you haven't processed it, then have you learned? And I think each of our wounds is that opportunity for us to be reminded of what pain is, but what caused the pain, and what role did we play in that. And if we never stop to kind of process, then we never learn that lesson. And I think that is a big deal when we're talking about moving into new relationships because we don't want to move into a new relationship with an old problem. We want to move into a new relationship with a new understanding. So I think, you know, for me as a woman, um, I know when you don't take that time, it's a transference. It doesn't even matter who that person is, you start to transfer all of the old junk to the new person. So it's it's one of those things where I say that you have to work on yourself. You have to, to heal um, yourself. I'm going to go ahead and take another call, gentlemen, so I'm going to get to see you guys in practice and see um, how you handle our audience. Yes, ma'am. If you're calling no. from if you're calling from area code three three six. Here on the air. Oh, uh, yeah, Shamor. This is your husband, Brian. My husband, um, Brian. <laughs> What's up, sir? How you feeling, sir? <laughs> My husband, Brian. Up, Brian. <laughs> you know, number one, I don't have dinner on the table, so that's an issue, okay? You I'm know. sorry, Brian. Could you please send me papers on that? Because I don't recall. I don't recall those nuptials, sweetheart. But okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, you know, I got to kind of expand on, you know, what you said. Um, 
I don't want to say all men rush into relationships after a bad breakup. Um, I know personally, after I've been either dumped or ended a relationship, I've had to give myself time because, you know, like one gentleman said before, you may bring some kind of toxic or negative energy into your new relationship without meaning to. You tend to remember, you know, the reasons why you broke up. You don't remember the good things or you don't learn why you broke up or ended a relationship, period. Um, I think it's an issue with people who kind of jump into a new relationship because they never have time to be alone to examine themselves, to evaluate themselves, to grasp Mm -hmm. any wrongdoing they may have had in part of the relationship ending. So for me, I think it's, you know, it's a good thing to have those few weeks or for me a few months or longer to just indulge in yourself and think. No dating, well, you can date, but just no rushing into a relationship with the whole, oh, I love you, you know, you're better than my ex or any of this mess. But um, uh, that's my two cents, and you know I'm applying to be your co-host, right? Oh, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I didn't get an invitation, so it's all right. You know, we'll talk about that later. The invitation was put out there to everyone. I did not exclude you, sir. Oh, my bad. Thank you so much, Brian, my husband, that I don't <laughs> recall marrying. Um, thank you so much for um, your, I guess, opinion. <laughs> uh, so, fellas, what do you think? And I'm feeling kind of, I'm feeling kind of um, underrepresented, ladies. I don't know where you are, but I need you. But go ahead, gentlemen. Well, okay, this I, is, I don't think so I like what Brian said. No, I, I kind of, um, can I touch on, I want to touch on something that he said. Um, he talked about, you know, he made a point of, of going into a relationship and, uh, you know, basically since he's talking about managing expectations, you know, if you jump in too early. And I think he's, I think he's right um, on that standpoint. And, uh, you know, because I think when you when you go into a relationship, especially if it was a particularly bad relationship that you're leaving from, then the next person is going to be the greatest person you've ever met in your entire life. You know, <laughs> and you're going to go into it with rose-colored glasses, and right. and and everything that they do is going to be the best thing that they do. They cook the best omelets. You know, they wake mm-hmm. up and their breath smells the best in the morning. It's just like they're the <laughs> best thing that ever happened to me. And it's, it's unrealistic because the one, right. the moment, you know, because on the flip side of that, the moment that you have an argument because you've let this person in so early and, and given this person so much of yourself so early, it's going to be the worst thing that ever happened to you. Like, how, how can you not agree with me on this? And it could be something as simple as the, you know, uh, what, what do you want? To, what do you want to go for dinner? I want Thai food. I hate Thai food. What do you mean you hate Thai food? I love you, and we love the same thing. It's like you're being unrealistic, you know. And if you go into it with these unrealistic expectations, what do you give yourself a day, an hour, a month, a year, you know, a decade? Right. The, the, the thing about it is, when you step into a new relationship, you have to take off essentially take off the chains of that old relationship. And and be able to manage your expectations because that's what relationships really are. You know, you have these unrealistic expectations of people. People are human. They fail. They make mistakes. And if you don't realize that, and if you can't see that in that person, then you're doomed. Then that relationship is doomed. Right. Okay, we have another caller. We're gonna take this call, gentlemen, and let's see. Hopefully, this is a female because I need some estrogen over here because I think I'm being overtaken by testosterone. <laughs> You'll be all right. All right. It's <laughs> okay. Area code is 201. Area code is 201. Well, I would have to say, I would have to say that I'm a dude, so, yeah. Oh, man. You're being overtaken. I am. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, it's RJ. I told you I was going to show you love, so, yeah. Um, but okay, how are you? If I was... I'm doing okay. How about you? Oh, good. Kind of, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if I was to answer that topic, I would say uh, that you need to find some type of closure. 
before you move on because you don't want to carry any uh, overtaken baggage into the next relationship or you want to learn your mistakes from the previous relationship and don't take them in the next relationship. So I would say that uh, you need to find some type of closure, you know? That's true. Closure is a good word. Yeah. Closure is a good word. <laughs> <laughs> because without, without closure, anything can happen. I mean, you can say, you can, like, if you don't have closure, basically you can just throw anything out there and anything will happen, like, you can mess around and slip up and call your ex girlfriend's name to your new girlfriend. Mm. We all know how that goes. Right. Mm-hmm. Trouble. But, uh, yeah. But if I can jump in real quick, can I jump in TV? real quick? Yeah. I swear. I'm, sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My name <laughs> cut is, you off now. Who is this? Who is this? This Nigel. This Nigel. Nigel. Okay. Um, but you know what though? Uh, and I'm just going to keep it all the way 100 with y'all. It's like when it comes to men, especially after a relationship, we're not looking for a relationship. Normally we out on a hunt trying to have fun again and whatnot, and we just kind of stumble into one. And um, I think I think it happens normally when, you know, we get caught up in the cat and mouse game and we, we aren't ourselves, so we're trying to get what we're trying to get. And in order to get what we're trying to get, normally that's the path to a relationship. And just like you know, one of the guys said before, if we, if something is, uh, you know, something if if we came from a bad relationship and then one person does something great, now we're just like, you know what? Yeah, she's cool. You know, she's the best thing ever. But really, we was just out here trying to get ourselves right again. And unfortunately, and I speak for myself when I was a lot younger, get myself right after a bad relationship was going out and dating and meeting people and not caring and all that kind of stuff. And then I and then you find someone, you know, you 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 find somebody that you have something with and you turn that into something that is probably not. You know, and then you find yourself in that relationship that you had no business in because your mind wasn't even on a relationship. It was just like fun. You know what I'm you saying? Know, you, and I think a, you touched on something that you didn't really go down that angle, but it brought a thought to my mind because you said sometimes when men um, move right into another relationship, they're not really looking for that relationship. They're just looking for something to do. And then you always have to think that there's always the other side of that is when they um, a lot of times tend to hook up with that female who is looking for that lasting relationship. How fair are we being when we come to a relationship where we're not looking for something serious, but we're dating someone who is looking for something serious, and then we're sending them our representative who's everything that they wanted, but um, nothing that they wanted. You know, it's not Michelle, what they want I, at all. But, so. but I think when we get see, older, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, but see, on that topic, on that note right there, you got to look at it. Like, if from both angles, from a female's point of view and a male's point of view, like, you got to look at it. If it's if it's coming out like that or if it's going to come up like that, then neither relationship, neither relationship will work out. It will never work out because, like, one person want this, one person want that. It's, it ain't going to work because both got to be on the same page, same IQ, same level, however you want to put it. Right. Yeah. Okay, we have no, another caller. We have another caller, gentlemen. So, and I'm doing this because I'm looking for female. Please have female parts. <laughs> All right. Area code is nine. <laughs> area code is nine seven two. Hey, that's my area. Nine seven two. You're on the air. Hey, Shamor, this is Entice. How are you? Hey, my girl. Hey, Entice. Hey, honey. (laughs) Hey, guys. I'm actually a little late, you know, coming in. I I had a little rowdy toddler that I had to calm down before I could jump on the call, but I didn't get to hear everything you guys were saying, but it sounds like you guys were having a really profound conversation. There's some profound gentlemen on the line here. That's I'm profound. hearing that. I'm hearing that. I kind of caught the tail end of it, and it sounds like it was, you know, was, was you know, they, they did sound like they were kind of overtaking you just a little bit, just a tad bit. Yeah, 
Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. So, yeah, I had to come in and, you know, get, you know, kind of back my girl up a little bit. So, so what do you think about moving into relationships when you haven't completely healed from the previous relationship? I think that's a very dangerous thing to do. Um, I cannot, I just feel like you you have not completely healed. You haven't given yourself time to heal. And I think that the person who is allowing you to immediately jump into a relationship with them, basically to me it sounds like they're either going to be the, uh, the rebound person or the person that can be your emotional pillow because you're still not over that person that you just jumped out of that relationship with. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like you are setting yourself up for heartache further heartache because at that point you're looking for either something that you're no longer getting or like I said you're looking for an emotional pillow. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can do She's that. She's so wise. Do you guys know who Entice is? I do not. Entice is one of the greatest authors that I have had the privilege of being in the company of. Okay. And Mr. Aww. Erotic, Mr. Erotic Poetry, you probably could learn a little bit from her. Taking notes as we speak. Miss Entice has written uh, lots of erotica. She's worked with Zane, so she probably could give you some schooling over there. I'm just saying. Definitely. You know, I love literary foreplay, so. Hence the name Entice, you know, it, it just kind of speaks for itself. That's just what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And we like for you to do it. Honey, <laughs> thank you. I need some insight tonight. <laughs> you need to be enticed, baby. You want me to entice you tonight. <laughs> I, I need some information so I can take it upstairs. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> I'm not now. I'm not gonna say that I was the hook up here, but I'm just saying, you know, throw down some change. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. So, um, I guess I think we kind of all feel the same way, but you know, it's easier said than done. We say that, but we don't often do it. I mean, and it makes a lot of sense. Very logical to work on self before we move on, but we don't often do it. Think think about how many times that we allow somebody. It's kind of like they were our anesthesia so that we wouldn't feel whatever loss we were feeling. We used them because we did not want to be in that pain. So we used them to kind of make it seem as though there was no pain until that pain carried over into that other relationship. So... It's easy to say, you know, what makes sense or what we should do, but it's so much harder to be in that action. Can I I ask something real quick? Sure. Now, one thing I I realize as I've gotten older is it's very simple. I I heard it from a wise woman. Clear talk leads to clear understanding. And when you say exactly what it is you feel and you let somebody know exactly what it is, now it's not necessarily an easy thing to do, but you can't be misconstrued at that point. I've let you know that either, A, I've just got out of a relationship and I'm looking for something stable because I'm not with the the wishy-washy, or I just got out of a relationship and I don't think I'm looking for nothing stable. I'm just looking for something, someone to make me smile. As long as you're upfront with that, I think that everybody can make their decisions. And on the overall thing, I may be the only one that feels this way, but I think men and women are a lot more the same than we are different. What I personally say is men have outies and women have innies, and that's the difference between <laughs> us. Because for every for every attribute you put to a man, I could point to a woman who has those attributes. And for every attribute you put towards a woman, I could point to a man who has those attributes. So, I mean, I look at it as we more alike than we are different. And, and and that person is probably thinking the same thing you're thinking. It's just neither one of y'all know how to say it. 
Right. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And you know what? I bet it was a Sagittarius that told you that. Um, I don't know. It was Wendy Williams. So. <laughs> she probably was a Sagittarius because I would have said the same thing. I'm I'm one of those type of women that I don't know how to beat around the bush with what I say. So I just I'm just bold and I just come out and just say it. And sometimes that can get you in trouble, but sometimes it it, it just puts it out there so there's no guesswork. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. So. Um, I don't know if we have to keep this PG, but <laughs> if, we don't. If you're gonna, the kids are asleep. If we what? We don't. The kids are asleep. The kids are asleep. Okay. So right. if I come to you and if if I say, okay, honey, I just got out of a bad relationship, and I'm not look, I, I'm going to be the part, the one to tell you, I'm not looking to get you know serious. So don't catch feelings. Please don't catch feelings, because. I know at the end of the day I can keep minds in check, and not everybody knows how to do that. So when you're dealing with some females, I see, you know how they say women are emotional creatures. I feel the same way about men. They can be as well. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I really agree with what you just said because if you are honest and you have that open communication line and let's say you married for instance and hubby decides that he wants to he wants to see other women i'm the woman that will say to him hubby listen you know just let me know that i'm not enough anymore let be honest with and up front with me and let me know that you want to see other people because i just might be open to that shit <laughs> you know i just might be open to that but don't don't go behind my back like don't leave me in the dark because that's what's not fair to me you know and i don't right. condone uh women or men who cheat on their spouses or their partners um for the sake of just of just doing it without without you know opening that 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 line without having that communication line in place because you never know who who the person is that you're dealing with they just might be okay with that that may be something that they've been wanting to do but they never just they didn't know how to how to say it you know so it just kind of piggybacks off of what you were saying just putting it out there letting them know what it is just up front you know, from the from from that point on, so that there's no um, mis misconception. You know, there's no you know misinformation or anything like that. Yes, ma'am. Can I piggyback off that real quick? Mhm. Um, this uh, this Nigel. Um, with my daughter, my daughter is only she's only six years old. My son is four, and uh, you know, she taught me a lot about women that just a whole bunch, just how advanced. Women are like the guys are just advanced, and um, as far as like communication and being upfront, I think that definitely comes with age and having your heart broke a few times, breaking a couple on the way. But I don't think it takes that long for women to get it and be upfront. You know what I'm saying? Because it kind of goes back to uh, I'm sorry, man, I forget your name, but he said, you know, we have an Audi and women have the inner. You know, and being as though women receive. And I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just say sex right now. Being as though women receive sex, they have to be a lot more cautious and upfront when it comes to that. You know, for us, it's just as simple as a zipper. You know what I'm saying? And to me, you know, as far as, you know, men being more upfront, you know, once you move the whole aspect of trying to get some out of the, out of the equation, which is a lot of it in the beginning, you know what I'm saying, men aren't going to be upfront, you know, and – to me, and I'll just speak for myself, after, you know, being married for six years and having, you know, a few relationships on the way, it's like it took me to get married to be like, hey, look, babe, I don't like that, and I like this. I don't like that, and I don't like right. this, you know. But everything up until that point, it was, okay, how can I fix this for the moment? Or I'll say this for the moment. Or she'll say that for the moment, you know. And women are just more advance when it comes to saying, hey, look, this is what it is, and then men will just adapt to what she says. So even though you may tell a, you may tell a man, you know, hey, look, this is what it is. I'm not looking for nothing. Most men are going to say, I'm going to make her like me. Even though she just said she don't want nothing serious, I'm going to make her want to be serious with me. You know what I mean? Like you it turns what? into this competition thing. And I think that's any person, any competitive spirit, because – 
Mm-hmm. I think that works both ways. I think when someone tells you what they don't want to do, it's a it's a that hunter instinct. It's the conquest. So you said you don't want me. I'm going to make you want me. And then when you want me, I'm not going to want you back. I mean, it's it's something <laughs> in in people. It's just a personality type, I believe, that says, you know what, you're the hunted now. And when I'm done, you know, I'm going to let everybody know that this was my conquest, but I don't want it. Anybody want it? You know, it's it's one of those right. things where it's a, it's um less about the gender, I think, and more about what kind of person you are. Because I know women that are the same way. You know, as right. long as he doesn't want me, that's who I want. I don't know. Can I uh can I jump in? Uh, this is Charles. I uh I think you guys you guys said I wanna to touch on a few things. I think it was Nigel who said, you know, he, it, it wasn't until he got married that that he learned, you know, basically how to be completely open with a woman. I think you know, I I maybe I'm just a hopeless romantic, but I believe that there's one person out there for everybody. And I think that it's not until you meet that one person that you discover all the things that you need to know you know, how to make things work, you know, because it, it wasn't until I got with my wife, you know, not necessarily married to her, but started dating her, that I just felt free to just be totally honest and, and more than that, free to to make mistakes, you yeah. know, and, and not really worry that, you know, that there comes a moment, because there comes a moment in every relationship where, you know, a man or a woman is going to drop the ball. It just it happens. And if you're with somebody long enough, it happens more than once. So, you know, and that's not necessarily infidelity. It could be anything. But flirting. Right, anything. So you get to the point where you're with, you know, when I'm with my wife, I feel like, you know, I can make a mistake and she won't hold it against me because she loves me for more than, you know, that moment, right? Like she loves me for all the other things that, that I do. And 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 the and that moment is just one thing that happened in in the course of our relationship. And and another point that that somebody made, I was I was listening. I wasn't taking notes. That's on me. Charles dropped the ball. See. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, another point that was made was just you know when you get into a relationship, you know, or not a relationship, and you tell a person that you don't want a relationship and you just want to keep it physical. I've always been a man and. And I, I, I don't know if I'm unique in this. I, I doubt it seriously. But I've always been a man. I can't separate my Johnson from my heart. You know what I mean? Like, like I can't I can't be that guy who just is about getting a piece and then moving on. Because, you know, I, I, I guess it's because I've always, you know, I put in work to, to get with a woman. You know, I, I, I go not necessarily to wine and the dining, but I, I converse. I want to, you know, I want to get to know you mentally before I get to know you physically, and that's just how I operate. And that's, you know, maybe that's why I'm, I'm the type of cat who's been gone from relationship to relationship to relationship because I, I don't know how to, you know, hit it and quit it. Well, can I how long have you been married, Charles? Uh, four years on June sixth. Okay, congratulations. Yeah, but how long did you guys date before you got married? We've been together for eight years. And that's it. See, that adds more to just not four years. So. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, can I jump in on Charles' comment real quick, please? I guess you can jump in. Thank you. Because <laughs> he kind of hit a nerve. He kind of hit a nerve with that one. Right, because, yeah, um, a little bit. I wanted like to jump in. He hit a little nerve with that one. And because you know All why? All right, it's, nerve. Now, you know what, though? When I realized. Long before I um, found my wife, when I realized that I was ready to be married is when I would have sex with someone and, like, literally the minute afterward, I'd just be like, oh, man, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? You know what I'm saying? And I think I think at that point is when I grew up and I said, you know what, man, it's just not, it's not worth all the work that we put in to just feel like that immediately afterwards. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And right. secondly, the second point that he made that really, really touched me, man, was I am somewhat of a hopeless romantic as well, and I do believe that there is one person out there for everybody. But I think that we look for certain things, you know, like physically. You know, like that one right. person for you might not be who you are attracted to. You know what I'm saying? Right. And 
I don't think that we really look at that. Like we just we just look for what our eyes like, and then we make our heart get with it, you know. And right. you know, I uh, man, I mean, I could talk for days on that, man, because well, I you don't have days. Friends, I don't have days. I got two more <laughs> seconds, and I'm done. But I told my um, you know, I told one of my friends one time, you know, just how vain we've become it. We've become as a society, you know, a woman, excuse me, a woman with a big butt will get just as many looks as a $300,000 car. You know what I'm saying? And that alone shows just how we let our eyes determine exactly what our heart either wants or doesn't want, you know, but we just, so that one person is out there, but it might be somebody that you're not attracted to. It might be somebody that don't got a job, you know, but we have these, this criteria that we look for, and love is not in that criteria. I can dig that. You know what I mean? Okay. That's just something I learned. I can yeah. appreciate what you're saying. I, I do believe that you're. You definitely. That's right. You you definitely hit that. Yeah. I mean, I I hear that, and maybe this is where I differ, because I look at the whole physical thing, the whole sex thing, as a physical thing and not an emotional thing. It can be emotional, but it is not inherently emotional. Reason I, that's like people say the reason you have sex is to procreate. Well, no, the reason you can't have sex is to procreate because everybody can't procreate, but those people right. can still have sex. So sex doesn't have to be just emotional. I think we've screwed up this conception of what sex actually is, and we have attached so much to it. And Heavy. More than it should be. It's not that serious, people. It's a physical act. Um, Some people, me, myself, personally, know background. I love basketball. I've blown out both of my knees playing ball. To me, basketball is a religious thing. Some people look at sex religiously. So, I mean, when you look at the concept of sex and all that, I think we get too hung up on it. But maybe that's just me. And and to, to get to the other point, of that one person for you, I look at that like mathematically, and it's all about what you're willing to accept. Yeah, there's that one person that's for you, but then there's 5% of the world out there that fits you 95%, and then there may be 10% of the world out there that fits you 90%. You know what I mean? And and, and, and the, the more you're willing to settle, the more people fit into that number. And the less you're willing to settle, you're going to find that one person, but it's all about how much you're willing to put up with. But, I mean, that's the way I look at it. All right. Well, I'm going to have to bring us to a close because we've been on the line an hour. I know you don't realize that, but we have been. And um, and we were actually kind of veering off into another topic, which would be a really good topic for us to talk about next week. Um, and that's that whole concept of sex and do we place too much emphasis on it or not enough. So we might have to talk about that. Um, I think you opened the door to another um, topic. But I want to thank everyone for um, showing up, gentlemen. I want to thank Entice for participating this evening. I enjoyed the discussion. I'm hoping that um, next week we get some more input. Um, And what we're going to do from here on out is I'm going to have one co-host for each week, and the other co-hosts are welcome to be callers to call in and kind of participate, but I'm going to have one co-host that kind of works with me because we'll have a guest. So um, I want to wrap up the show tonight. I want to let you guys tell everybody good night so you can go ahead and throw your little plea out there, give me some good feedback or whatever it is you want to tell the audience because I'll be listening to that as well. And I'm going to then kind of segue on out. So you got like 30 seconds, gentlemen, to go ahead and plug yourself. So we'll start with Ron. All right. Well, um, I'm going to keep it brief, less than 30 seconds. just want to tell everybody that it was a uh, – well, first of all, I appreciate the opportunity to be on. And um, everybody out there, y'all be safe. Have a good evening. I'm about to go to sleep. I fasted all day, so I'm tired. And um, I appreciate this time. Thank you for being with us. I'm going to go ahead and shift over to Charles. All right. Um, I just want to say, you know, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, it was really a, a pleasure and actually an honor to be able to, you know, be a part of this some more. And 
you know, I feel like, uh, um, you know, it's just a good deal, man. Even if even if I'm not close, I'll, I'll definitely be tuning in every week because, you know, you're doing big things, man. I always try to support my people. So just keep doing keep doing work. Well, thank you. And then last but not least, Nigel. Yes, um, just want to say thanks, man. It was this was fun. This is definitely a grown that grown talk that we need. And uh, you know, co-hosting that, I'm definitely gonna call in and you know put my piece in there. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm definitely gonna try to get me some tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure that whatever you're sipping on is really helping that situation out. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> so guys, it was uh, it was really great. I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys you can hang up, you can stay on the line, but I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up the show. So again, thanks insights for being with us. It was all love, honey. Good night. All right. Good night. So I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. I want everybody to be thinking about how important it is for us to have adult conversation because without adult conversation, you don't get adult understanding. That means we stay in that immature state and we don't want to be there. So as you are contemplating next week's show, because I know you're gonna call in and show us some love, I want you to be thinking about in the meantime, how do you develop yourself? How do you make yourself better tomorrow than you were today? And that makes an impact on society. And you also become a leader in that you show other people what it's like to grow up and you become an example for those younger than us because we do have to lead by example. So as you are going through your week and you are making your tricks and you're reaching those goals, I want you to keep in mind that there is a lot of growing to do as you say that you are an adult, not just by numbers, not just an age. It is a mentality and an action because the only way that we can ever progress is to do so mentally. Have a great evening. I'm going to let us kind of roll on out of here with some inspiration because somebody said that I was um, something about inspirational, pornographic or something. Ben, you'll have to explain that one to me again. I put that on my um, Facebook wall. But have a great week. Be a blessing as well as be blessed. And this is Shamor saying, go ahead and wind down and enjoy your night. Good night. It's like you're looking through a telescope. You see where you're going to be. Growing, getting better. You're not the person they see. Can't be mad at the things you've been through. Because they built your love so. Now you're stronger than you've ever been. They can't stop your
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.